Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Um, how's your social life lately? What have you been doing? Have you been what? going out? Wait, do you have heat? We d- no heat yet, but today <gasps> they just installed the water heater today. So folks, it's been almost a month that I've been showering with literally freezing cold water. It's like extra cold. But today is they just installed the water heater. So as I was showering today, it went from freezing cold to like hot. And I was like, oh. Did but you I was cry? Telling- I didn't, but you check this out, Katie. So in the middle of me taking the hot shower, I turned it all the way to cold. Like not completely cold, but I was like, oh, this is because I I don't know. My body You're not so trained used to, Oh my I know. God. And now I'm like, well, I don't want it too hot. Yeah, I was like, oh god. Whoa. You'll you'll change that. Yeah, it'll change. That'll go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will go away. Well, um, I have shit all in my teeth because I was I probably do too. I was drinking a smoothie. Have you ever had Miralax? No. I think it makes you poop. Oh, listen. I, everybody know, who knows me knows that I poop like a duck. I don't need any help. Wow. Yeah. You and I are like, yin and yang. Yeah. I could literally think about pooping and be like, I have to go to the bathroom. You're so lucky. If I don't yeah. chug like the most water ever, I am just not a regular gal. Really? Um, I was just watching this episode. Oh, Darby. <sighs> Her acting work, I'm so envious. Like, I just, fuck her and her her. fucking face, her fucking hair, her fucking body. Her acting chops. Her acting chops. She's unbelievable. Listen, there's that scene when she's, like, boarding David in his apartment. Even her hair was acting. That's what I was just finishing watching, and she's, like, the best at, Almost getting upset. Yes. Like, at, yes. And, and holding it. Which is so much more powerful than going uh, there and, like, flipping out completely. Oh, my God. Darby. And the first day we met her, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, was when we were about to do a table read, right? For, like, some executives, whoever it was, some of the, the well, Shonda was a writer, um, but producers and what have you, studio people. But that's the first time we met her and the first time, like, she had just, she had just been cast. 
And then she was thrown into like, okay, now we're going to do the table read. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Crazy. Yes. And I also remember meeting her. She like came in and she was wearing the like suit. I think she wore to like the audition, which she had just had. I also think that the breakdown was like for a much older Mm. woman who likes cats or like, or like pin, like a needling, like fucking sewing or whatever. Like, again, similar to you, like she was completely different from what the breakdown called for. Yes. And I love Um, that Shonda has an open mind that way. And she's like, nope, I'm going completely against type. Yeah. From, you know, it, that that was in the breakdown. A breakdown is a description of the character. That's a, when you go in for the agents. audition. Yeah. It's like you look in. like Describing the character, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the most famous one that I ever heard of was, I think, on Grey's Anatomy. This is like folklore in mm-hmm. Shondaland. I don't know if this is true, but I had heard that the breakdown for Chandra Wilson's character. So mm-hmm. Chandra Wilson, who fucking runs Grey's Anatomy oh, and is like, her. you know, the bulldog. She plays Dr. Bailey. The breakdown was for a Kristen Chenoweth type. What? Like a tiny, southern, blonde, like the girl next, like a teeny, teeny animal that you would never expect to be the like fucking driver of the, you know, and like that. Wow. I wonder if Kristen Chenoweth auditioned for the role. Yeah, she might. Right? And then supposedly Chandra Wilson came in. And Shonda and Linda Lowy were like, nope, Hell that's yeah. Bailey. That's I Bailey. I can't imagine anyone else playing that role. Do you remember oh when Chandra, Chandra, like to make, yes. it, to make it clear, it's Chandra. Chandra. Not Chandra. People call <laughs> Chandra. Brilliant Ugh, women. It's, it's Hawk, it's Millie, yeah. and it's Chandra rhymes to like everyone yeah, in my yeah. family. I'm like, it is not Chandra rhymes. Yeah, like, Chandra. please stop. It's Chandra Wilson yes. and Shonda rhymes. Exactly. And do you remember uh, when Chandra came on set and uh, she was shadowing? I think she was shadowing a director yeah. Yeah, for a few was. days. Oh, yeah. man. I was so starstruck. Star- I was too. I, just, I love her so much. She's such a great actor. She's so so good. She's such a great everything. And, and she such also a sweet, was sweet the person, person that sat me down and I was like, how do you do this? Like, how do you really have longevity? Like, she was just saying the key to episodic television was to just... Like, it's all about the journey and the mm. pace rather than, like, the, you know, what did I get this episode or what didn't right, I get or whatever. Right, She's like, it, right. you have to look at this as, like, one mm. huge, very long paced thing and really think about, like, the healthiest things you can do for the longevity of this. Right, right. That's so. That's, that's such great advice. Because even for me, I mean, there were times that I'd read an episode and I'd be like, what the fuck? Like Huck is hardly in this and so-and-so has yeah. so much stuff to do. And, yeah. you know, yeah. you start to take it personal, but that, that I, yeah. I love that advice. It's, 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 you know, it's a marathon. Yeah, she was like, sprint, no, right? exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And, and um, always, always n- never failed. There was always a, an episode down the pike that it was like super heavy with your character. You know what I mean? So yes, if you just, you know, patience. By the way, people, we are talking about episode 206 right yes, quick. Yes, Spies We're talking like about us. episode 206, <laughs> Spies Like Us. It aired on November 15th in 2012. And it was written by Chris Van Dusen and directed by Bethany Rooney. There is a fucking scene where you're in Huck's office and I walk in and you're listening to this amazing um, music, which we'll talk about in a second of what's right. going on in the episode. But I... <laughs> Caramel? What? 
<gasps> I come in and it's so obvious that I'm looking at my mark. Like I'm looking uh, for my mark. Really? And it's the dumbest. Oh, you have to go back no. to the first scene where you are uh, like decoding the yes, classical yes, and, sheet music that had been sent to Olivia's OPA open. Walks yeah. In there, yeah. And I, and someone's already in there. I think Darby's already in there yeah, being like, Darby, what the fuck is that sound? And Quinn yeah. walks in. And I take a real long step looking down for a while. And then you see my dumbass fucking face look, look for up it. and trying to pretend like no one noticed how long I just like looked <laughs> down for the mark. Yo, for the listeners, a mark, like when you're acting, um, the camera department will put down a piece of tape with diff- different color. T- all actors have, a, have their own color. And they call those marks. And you have to hit those marks so the camera could focus on you properly. But a lot of oftentimes, like I see it all the time on in movies and TV shows where people look down and then they look up and start acting because they're looking for their mark. They want to make sure they hit their mark because right. if you're off, right. then, you know, you're out of focus or you're not in the frame. Right. And the mark is like a T shape with yeah. one piece of masking tape that goes in between your left and right foot and then a T, the top of the T that yeah. your toes are supposed to hit. Yeah. And like on Scandal... A lot of times with the beveled glass and all this shit, it was like if you missed it by even an inch, you were fucked and you were fucking up their shot. Yeah. I made sure always to be like walk up to the mark once or twice and get used to it. Yeah. Without looking at it. And then yeah. I always told myself, do not look for your mark I because I would rather be off. And act the shit out of it than look down. Yeah. Oh, well, honey, go back in this episode <laughs> and take a look at my work. <laughs> because it is... Amateur acting 101. <laughs> it is garbage on a fucking stick. It's so bad. I fucking doubt it. It's I really bad. It. Um, it's still brilliant. Episode 206 is guest starring Susan Poorfar as Becky Flynn, Sam Anderson as Melvin Fien, Mary Pat Gleason as Betsy Ray, Adam Lazar White as Paul Gray, and Sarah Aldrich as Maggie Andrews, who's also Wink. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They have all their spy names. Yeah. And you were spin. Oh, I was spin because they thought he would never find someone. So spin, short for spinster, right? You. And you know what? At the end of Scandal, they were right. They could still (laughs) fucking Willie spin. Willie spins is just alone. God damn it. What the fuck? Ugh. Ugh. Okay, synopsis, real quick. Huck's old handler publicly executes himself as a warning to Huck, who is prepared to leave at a moment's notice. But Olivia begs for time to sort out what's going on, where she then learns that about the threat to expose B613 from an internet hacker. Huck assembles his old co-workers, an ensemble of fellow assassins, one of whom must be the person ready to supply the proof of the other operatives. The OPA team only have a short time to fix the case before the killers handle the issue themselves. That's right. That's right. So many guns in this episode. So many guns. Yo, guns. Fuck. Our fucking props people were so hundred percent like top like shelf like professionals. Like there was never a handing off of a gun without everyone. I remember the crew even asking to to look inside the the gun if we were any of us were holding a gun. I can't believe how many times on that show I held a gun. Didn't you? Me too. Like hundreds of times. You know, a memory that popped up watching this episode is how fucking heavy are those damn guns. When you've done scenes like that. (laughs) Guillermo, you told me about shooting this episode. Oh, my God. My hands were shaking. Everybody was. (laughs) When you're holding a gun, listen, it's not heavy, but when you're holding a gun up to another person in a scene, and sometimes in this scene, we're holding that gun up, and there's like, 
How many people? There's like eight of us in the scene. Yeah, so you have to yeah. hold that gun up for everyone's coverage. That shit gets. T- it's t- no, it's, your arms were shaking. You would tell. You shaking. told me after you shot this episode that it's yes, like you're fucking hot. Like, you're trying uh, to look like a motherfucker. Uh, like you're trying to be so cool, and you're holding your gun with like a perfectly straight arm, like at yes. someone's face, and your arm is just straight it's up quivering, shaking. My fucking breasts are sweating. Your pectorals. Oh, my pectorals are oh sweating. Oh my god! I love this episode. I love everything having to do with spies. I feel like we say that every single episode, I but know, they're all but fucking good. I know they're all fucking good, but at this point, Quinn is not a spy. Quinn is not B six thirteen. This is the first motherfucking episode that we ever hear the words B six thirteen. Yes. What? Writer in the writer's room came up with the terminology B613. Give him cookies. This is also the first episode that I was like, yo, this episode feels special. It feels different. I was like, this episode could be a movie. Yes. It totally felt like a movie. Yeah. And it's this ominous, like dangerous tone to it. It's such, such a special episode. And it was special shooting it too. It almost feels like a bottle episode where, like, yeah. it's its own storyline and its own yeah. container. I mean, that's not true because the episode is filled with other stuff. There's, like, shit going on in the White House yeah. where James Novak writes a fucking yeah. article on the front page of the Times, <laughs> yeah. out like, that uh, using that Cyrus is talking shit about Hollis, and now Hollis has got a bone, and it's it's bad. Yeah. We have Edison and Olivia, like, going on a yeah. date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. super cute stuff. together. Yeah. But the shit that's going on in OPA Oof. is big talk, big fighting for the office. There's Steven has not been in the office and it's been sitting there empty for this entire months, second yeah. season. <laughs> and everyone's doing big office talk. Abby, Harrison, and Quinn all want that office. Yeah. Um, But I just love this episode. What I was thinking is like, oh my God, Quinn has no idea yet that she's going to be B613. That she at one point on this show is also going to be trained. That she's going to know how to do all this shit. Like, Yeah, there's even a scene where you mention what is B613 and Olivia gives you this look. And you're like, what? What? What did I say? Like, Like, what's the issue? Yeah, you're still that deer in headlights in this episode. Oh, God. We will be back with more after the break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. 
we're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. The Abby David shit in this episode is a huge winner. I mean, he starts the episode saying, like, you want a drawer? It just is filled yeah. with, like, my hiking shit, and I don't go hiking, so would you like a drawer? Yeah. And she's but just also like, it, go, it goes from so that, cute. right? Ugh. To, like, a, a shot of Olivia listening to that conversation. Like, she's spying on them. And it was the first time I was like, oh, shit. Like, Olivia's no joke. Like, she's going dark. Like, bad. below the this belt. Like bad friend. You're yeah. a bad, bad, bad yeah. friend. Like, your friend is clearly very happy. <laughs> He's a very good dude. I think Carrie did such a good job. There's like the bobblehead scene where she's listening and overhearing that Abby and David are getting more serious. And then she knows that they can't be together because we can't have Abby and them figuring out about defiance. But she sends in bro Livia. And by bro Livia, I mean Harrison Harrison. Wright. Harrison. Yeah. Harrison goes to Olivia like, shit's getting weird in here, dude. Shit is getting weird. There are fucking spies in here. Abby's having sex with, you know, David Rosen. You are with Edison. Like, what is going on? Things are You're not letting go of Steven. Yes. There's a ghost. There's a ghost in this office. Like, what is up? What is up? And she's like, he's like, what do I do? What can I do What do you need? What do you need? need? And she's like, I need you to end. David Rosen and Abby and he's like just kind of quiet and then she kind of says this line while she's leaving the room but she says like her husband used to beat her you might want to use that you might want to use that fuck up her (laughs) that's not right that's not right that's not what best friends do hell no and also because Harrison is so close with Abby the fact that he's the one that then ends up going and, and pays um, one of uh, Rosen's ex-girlfriends to from a hundred years ago. Yes, from a hundred years ago to lie and say that David beat her. Oh, it's such such a fucked up situation all around. So fucked up. And yeah. Darby does such exquisite work. We, at the end, more towards the end of the episode, she storms into David's apartment and she's like, "You're not a good guy. You're not a good guy. Like, look, I have fucking photos of this girl's beat up fucking face from what mm-hmm. you did." And he's like, "Go talk to her. Go ask her yourself." And she's like, "I did. I went to coffee with her yesterday. She was crying, and I trust she my gut." She told me, "Yeah, I heard it from the horse's mouth." Like, yes. Yeah. And then, oh. and then Abby is like, "And these are the pictures of me when my husband beat me." And and, and I found them oh. in your drawer, like they were in your folders. And I was yeah. a target because yeah. you knew. Knew that I was a target and that I was easy and that I was a weak person, which is like Abby's Achilles heel that anyone is ever going to think she's weak. Mm-hmm. And it's why she's built this character that's had this whole totally tough exterior. Oof. Yeah. And then he tries to come near her and like kind of console her and she fucking flinches. And she's like, if you ever come near me, I will kill you. She's. Oh, oh you believe that shit too. Believe you believe it. And then stupid ass bitch Olivia, sorry gladiators, I know we love <laughs> Olivia more than anything and she can do no wrong. 
But then Abby's just sitting on her office OPA couch saying, like, I'm sorry. I broke up with David Rosen. I betrayed you. Yeah, and I'm Olivia's so like, sorry. It's okay. yeah. yeah. She's holding tissues. And Olivia's like, it's okay, honey. They're there. And they're Harrison, there. like, walks through the back <laughs> of the there. office feeling like a shit like he should. <laughs> you said they're there. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yo, but uh, the other thing that stood out for me in this episode, they're there. They're there. Are the fucking guest stars in this episode. Oh. Like, how fucking lucky were we to have these people? This dude, Sam Anderson. Let me just rattle off a few of his, his credits. Please do. Please do. Newhart, Hardcastle and McCormick, The Golden Girls, Cagney and Lacey, What's Happening Now, 21 Jump Street, La Bamba, Forrest Gump, Growing Pains, Lost, of course. And then he did a bunch of horror movies. He did a movie called Ouija, Origin of Evil. And that's just a few of his credits. Do you know any of the horror films he has appeared in? I do, I do. Ouija, Origin of Evil. It's about a Ouija board. Oh, man. Do you like Ouija boards? Hell no, Katie. No, no, no. I had a very bad experience with with a Ouija board when I was in in grammar school and then in high school again. I played it with friends and it it worked, man. It scared the shit out of me. I, I had horrible dreams and nightmares and I just felt from the first time or the second time or both from both from both and then years cut to years later do you remember Teresa Caputo from the Long Island Medium she's She's a medium she's been on Katie's crib talking about good morning her book yes I've been on her show you've been on her show and she's been a guest on Katie's crib we had her on the, my other podcast talking about how to teach children about death, how to talk to wow. them about death, how to properly mourn in front of children. She's oh, fucking amazing. I but like Okay, that. what did she say? They asked me to do an episode of Long Island Medium as well, and she came to me in Mikey's house, and she did a reading. When she was reading us and, and, and doing her thing, she said, have you ever played with a, with a Ouija board? And I said, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And she said, there's a spirit that, you conjured up that came out from when you played that has been with you your whole life. I have chills I on my fucking arms right now. I'm not even f- kidding. I am too, and I am fucking speechless, and you know I'm never speechless. Katie, I, I, my, the hair, I, I can't believe how fucking <laughs> high up did the hairs on my arm are standing Did she up. say that the spirit She's, was... She, she said he's not bad. She even okay. said his name. I believe his name was Charlie. I wrote it down in my thing. Isn't that I... crazy? But she said he just attached himself to me. He's not evil. He's not bad. But he just stayed with me. And she said that's why people shouldn't. People think it's a game and, you know, it's not real. But she was like, that's why people should not play. Because sometimes that could happen and it could be a bad spirit. And then you have this horrible energy like attached Yeah, she does say that when she brings up spirits. She always says this terminology that I don't really like to even think about because it kind of freaks me out. But she's like. We're only asking for the spirits to show up who are, you know, of or are of good intention and like yes, goodwill or yes, something like yes. that. And I and I questioned her once about it. I was like, why do you have to say that? And I didn't want to even hear the answer because I was like kind of scared. But she yeah. was just like, well, because, you know, there can be some spirits that aren't um, that don't have the best intentions and they're really. Yeah. Not great. And I'm like, oh, my God. Just like in real life, there's good and bad people. That's fucking terrifying. But can you fucking believe that? That's my fucking experience with Ouija board. Why did you do it again the second time after the first time? I don't know. I don't. I don't know because of, you know peer pressure. Your friends. Yeah. We were all hanging. I out did at it too. I was house. peer pressured like multiple yeah. times to do. It was fucking yeah. horrible. And you're all screaming at each other like you're moving you it. No, you're it. moving it. Yeah. You moved it. And you were supposed yeah. to start the Ouija board session with like 
are there any spirits currently in the room or something like that? Yeah. And it'll yeah. point to like, yes. Yeah. And then you're like, ah! Yeah. And then you're like, what is your name? And yeah. then it like spells out a name. And then yeah. you're like, ah! <laughs> And when I played it, I, was, I went to Catholic school my whole life. I played it in our cafeteria in my school, which is attached to a church. So no. I was in a sort of, you know, a, a sacred place, nope. if you nope. will. Nope. And that's where I was playing it. And then we played it again at my friend's house that same day, that same night. Anyway. And she oh, said, Charlie has attached himself to you your whole life. Can you believe that? Do yeah. you ever, when you're alone in a room, do you feel like mm-hmm. I'm not alone because he's here? Or do you feel, do you ever feel totally alone? I thank the universe that I never feel anything evil or Aww. unsettling around me. It's funny after Teresa did that whole day with us of shooting and, and yeah. you know, yeah. giving us the reading for, for about a week, Mikey and I kept seeing stuff like moving or we were like shadows and it felt like there was, there was presences around us and it was, it was weird and then wow. some, we wow. talked to someone who worked on the show and they said, yeah, sometimes though, spirits, stick of around. course, will stick around, you know, yeah. for a little bit because she just had them all come to your house so she could talk to them. Oh, um, and that my. was that was weird. But it wasn't again, it wasn't evil. It wasn't, you know, anything negative. Charlie is not malevolent. Yes. Yes. How did we get on this subject? I don't because fucking Sam. Uh, what is the guy? Oh, after Sam Anderson a did a movie Board called movie. The Ouija, Origin of Evil. Oh my god. <laughs> was it a good movie? Oh, it was a good movie. But you know, really? again, Ouija Board movies freak me out. Yeah. Because no I way. start thinking about my experiences. Odd. Um. Okay. So other things that happened in this episode is that all these guest stars come in and and the, all of the OPA people are waiting for all of them to arrive. And we think they're going to be like the craziest, most badass looking spies you've ever seen in your life. And the first one to come out is Maggie Andrews Wink. And she's so cute. And she's a mother of three. And she's a little pink cardigan. Yeah, super blonde. Super super blonde. And then all of a sudden she starts to like throw all of her guns in the basket. Yeah, Huck is like, we got to scrub you. Yeah. I love that too. Because even when I first read this episode, I thought, I had all these like, you know, just your typical, your stereotypical like thug looking, spy yeah. looking people. I was like, oh, there's going to be some interesting actors. And they were all very like woman next door, guy next door. And it's like such a dress. The other and, one looks like yeah. a librarian. Mary Pat Gleason, who's uh, unbelievable. Yo, Mary Pat Gleason. I love her. She just passed away in 2020. What? Actually, yeah. No. but she, she Yeah. She's been in a ton of great stuff. She was in. On uh, Mama's Family, which I love so much. I love the Carol Bonetto and Murphy Brown. Oh, my God. True Beverly Hills. She's legend. She's, She's legendary. She's a legend. She was in The Crucible. Yeah, she played Martha Corey in The Crucible. Yeah. Which I love. She was in Basic Instinct. She's had yeah, such an incredible – she had an uh, incredible career. I am so sad wonderful. to hear that she died. I know, right? Me too. Me too. And her character's name is uh, Matches. Because um, she could just light shit the fuck light up. Light shit up. Burn the place <laughs> down. What was Maggie Andrews' special spy forte? Wink. She was a sniper. A sniper. So he said every time he looked at her, she had one eye closed. Right, yeah. right, oh. right, 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 right. And then, and Sam Anderson comes off. He's like a doctor. And we learn like he he thought he was a doctor doing good. And then he realized he just needed, he was still addicted to just fucking cutting bodies open. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. I love that piece of information. Me yeah. too. Me too. And Huck says something like he was an expert at knowing how much pain Someone could take before they actually die. And now he's a doctor. God. Fuck. 
And then there's a couple of other spies that Adam Lazar White, who plays Paul Gray, who's like a professor now. Yes. Um, and he could speak like 17 languages. Languages. Yeah. Oh, and then the last so person to walk off the OPA elevator is our one and only yeah. Charlie. <laughs> and what was his nickname? Charlie's nickname was Charles Manson. Yeah. But did he have a specialty? Does it say? He was amazing, really great at disappearing someone for good, <sighs> like really well. Yeah, Which we saw him do in season one to Amanda Tanner. Yes. And that's why you see the tension between Huck and Charlie in this episode yeah. Yeah. is super heavy and just loaded with like. Did the two of you do any shit, actor yeah. prep work for that? We tell No, we did not. You know, our actor prep work was going, hey. Uh, George, I'm gonna go to Crafty. You want to come? He was like, "Yup," and we'd both go to Crafty and like graze Crafty. Ooh, look, they have little pieces of cake. Oh, I I'm think there's, dying. A, there's sandwiches over there. <laughs> that was our fucking prep work. You Me guys and are, th- and then I would join in on that always. Yeah, you were like, "What do they have?" We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Okay, other winning moments, winning scenes of this app. Okay, Quinn gets a new office. Yeah. Which I love because Harrison moves over to Steven's office. So Quinn does the stupid thing with her jaw and she drops another goddamn cup of coffee because we've left the spies for just a few minutes while we're figuring shit out. Olivia's out trying to work all of her contacts. The spies are all holding each other at gunpoint. And then Harrison comes in and has the fucking best monologue. Oof. Talking them down from shooting each other. Yes. And then he walks out and he's like, that's big office talk, baby. Big Big office office talk. And he goes into Steven's office 
And then I'm like, yay, I get my office too. And I like run out to my own. And then we see this close up on Harrison where actually that was impossible for him. And it was all a front and his hand like can't stop shaking because he thought he was going to get shot and everybody was going to die. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. There's also a a really memorable um, scene in this episode is when Huck is fussing with the radio, with an old school radio. Yeah. Yeah. And he's calling the spies through the frequencies of the radio. And I just love that so much. And you hear in the background, you hear three blind mice playing and it's so ominous and dark and oh, so cool. A radio for you guys, for the younger generation is an apparatus, a box (laughs) that we would turn on with a button. We would plug it into the wall, somewhere battery operated and you could hear music out of it. Yeah, and you could like s- you couldn't scroll with a button. You actually had to like turn a dial. You had to turn a fucking dial to find a fucking station. And some radios had cassette tape holders, and you could put a cassette tape. And when you found your favorite station, like Z100 or uh, BLS, were some of my favorites. And when they played your favorite song, you'd press record and record that. S- that we song. are such New Yorkers. Z100 is what I grew up really? on. Oh my god, oh, Z100 all day, one night. Yeah, right. Z1 Z100 yeah. New York. Oh yes. Oh man, radios. I miss radios. Does anybody have radios too. anymore? Well, you're still on an iPod, honey. I'm still on a fucking. IPod. So you're like the only person I know that doesn't have Spotify. God damn it. Or do you have Sirius Radio in your car? I do. I have Sirius in my car. Yeah. And yeah. is there a Madonna station? No, right. N- not that I know of. No, not that I know of. Okay, you would know. I so would know. There's yeah. not. There's an Elvis Presley station. There is, enough, and it's yeah. great, but there's not yeah. a Madonna one yet. 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 What I love the most also about this episode, and then we can do some fun facts. But yeah, when Abby just is crying Ugh. at the end, and she leaves David. And we're wrapping up the episode and we see that the rest of the spies are going to go off and live happy lives because they found the one spy that sorted out of them. The doctor, yeah, Sam Anderson, they shoot him. Yeah. Huck has this like heart-wrenching speech oh, convincing yes, all talk the spies. About that. Not because they they let's they not fi- kill anyone. Right? Yeah. They figure out that uh Melvin Fee is the the rat. Right, so then the other all the spies want to kill him. They want to murder yeah. him. Yeah. Um. And Huck has this lovely speech, and he's like, you know, he's one of us. Like he's just a regular guy, and he just wanted a better life, and blah blah blah. And all the spies are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, two seconds later, fucking Wink shoots him dead between the eyes. <laughs> and Huck is just sitting there in a chair. Huck oh. is just sitting there, like lost, like yeah. You were reformed. Yeah, slightly. Yes, yes, yes. Slightly. slightly. But that's such a wonderful scene where they have that time-lapse scene of <sighs> the spies up. cleaning up. And then there's even a moment where a Wink cleans my face and Huck is just sitting there the whole time. Just like, I can't believe this happened. Just like, you know. Do you remember anything from shooting that? Yeah, I remember it being a really, really emotional, um, mm. emotional scene to shoot. It was fun. I had a blast doing it. Well, I can't take the fucking sound. When you do the time lapse and the cleanup and the spies go uh-huh. on to live their happy lives, except for Charlie, who, you know, he's looking to get back in business, most likely yeah. with Cyrus. And we see David Rosen putting a picture of James on his wall, who and he's totally ready to return back to the Cytron mm-hmm. case without Abby. He's going to do it alone. And Edison and Olivia are sort of moving their relationship forward. And we end the episode mm-hmm. with Edison staying over to Olivia's. But the whole time, they're it's my favorite song. It's... 
Broken windows and empty hallways. Oh, a pale dead moon exactly. in the sky streaked with gray. Human oh. kindness is overflowing. And I think it's gonna rain. Oh, sing it, bitch. Yeah. It's so fucking beautiful. Wait, who sings that, Katie? It's Nana Simone. I think it's gonna rain today. And the lyrics are so outstanding. And the whole song is like so beautiful and so juxtaposed to the mood of like it's the best fucking uh, song choice scandal puts you in your feels like it puts God you in your, it, damn it, it shoves you in your feels katie yes. can i just say you have such a beautiful voice i've heard katie sing Thanks, several buddy. so many times throughout <laughs> my life i'm very since i've known katie culos but that was so good man thank you i love I to sing, sing and i don't get to do it very long. often but like it is one of the first loves of my life until I realized, uh, like, oh, shit, I ain't as great as, like, so many people at this. I think I'm going to go over here and do acting by itself. <laughs> by itself? <laughs> like, um, other fun facts of this episode. Like I said, this is the first fucking me- mention of B613. What else? What other also, fun uh, facts uh, you got? Another fun fact that I sort of discovered on my own when I was looking up uh, guest stars on IMDb is that Ron Ostro who was one of our stand-ins plays Sarnoff in the com- like in the computer and his face is blurred. Who Did is you- it? Uh, Ron Ostro, remember? He w- he was sort of the skinny older guy. Oh my god, I love Ron. Of course. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about him in in terms of other He's the best. Yeah, He's he so plays, wonderful. He plays Sarnoff in oh, this episode. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, shout out to him. What yeah. a freaking, oh my God. That was God. a little treat. Yeah, I yeah. haven't thought about him forever. What a dream guy. Okay. Right. Um, Olivia Pope makes a reference to Monica Lewinsky defending former President Bill Clinton when she's talking to Edison. Remember this when they're on the end of their date at the beginning of the episode? And FYI, I mean, if you don't fucking know this, then you're not a real gladiator. But Judy Smith is the woman who inspired Scandal yes. and inspired Olivia Pope. But during the Monica Lewinsky-Bill Clinton scandal, Judy Smith actually represented Monica. Check that out. Hell and yeah. Monica is good friends with Shonda. She is? Yeah, in real life. That's some crazy. That's crazy talk right there. Do you have Monica Lewinsky's phone number <laughs> in your phone? Tell me the truth, Katie. You know what's crazy? Monica Lewinsky's ridiculously smart. Oh, and I'm super, gonna feel super so yeah. intimidated. Didn't she write a? She wrote a book, right? Yep. Doesn't she have her own po- pocketbook that she designed her own purses? Yes, right. She's she has her whole, amazing. own line. Of, and we, uh, and I want to tell purses, the greatest yeah. Monica Lewinsky behind the scenes story that I've ever known, but I'm gonna wait because I Judy Smith was the one to tell it. At like a scandal thing, and I have to wait for her to really she's gonna come on oh, herself. I don't want to blow it. You Stay guys are just tuned, gonna need gladiators. to tune in, and you're gonna need to keep Ooh. listening to unpacking the toolbox if you want to know some Monica Lewinsky shit. Girl. Let's look at the tweet, 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 Whitney Robinson at Whitney Race 66 said, I'm pretty pissed the season finale of Jersey Shore will be on at the same time as Scandal. Hashtag what to do. Really, Whitney? Really? I feel Scandal, you, obviously. I've watched every episode of Jersey Shore. You have? And oh I would God. choose Jersey Shore over Scandal. You would- <laughs> what about both? What it's about the best both? show in the world. Listen, I, scandal me uses too much of your brain. Jersey Shore is just like reading garbage. It's the best. It's nothing yeah, but I agree. sheer I fucking agree. entertainment. 
it's the fucking best and the worst of humankind. I love it so much. Yes. Um, at Lori S. Cloud 9 tweeted on November 5th, 2012, no, team fits. Mm-hmm. And she was in response to, do you think Edison is good for Olivia? Yeah. Lots of people on the tweeter did not want Edison and Olivia together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tweets about Edison here. And I'm yeah. trying to make heads or tails of them. But yeah. Veronica at I Love Casey Chiefs said, Scandal ABC, right? I'm not here for Edison. Look at me. Season one is what hooked me as a viewer. Hashtag scandal. I think she's trying to say, don't bring no new people up in this piece. We only like, we want Tony. Fits, but yes. that's it. Don't bring Same. around Senator and- Puddin' Pop. Same that I love Casey Chiefs actually in response to Outlaw Josie, who at Outlaw oh. Josie is an OG gladiator from the way back. We love you, Outlaw Josie. But yeah, she wrote, did you read where Betsy Beers said Edison is sticking around? My question is dot, dot, dot. Why? Why? Oh, <laughs> she don't want to have it. She nope. don't want none. Nope. nope. Um, let's see. Boop here at Olivia Twist. Uh is replying to Scandal ABC saying, ooh, oh, oh, the dish. People fixing elections for Republicans, for Republicans. How <laughs> timely. I guess some shady shit was going down in the world yeah, back then. Nothing compared sh- to the shady shit that's going down in the world, uh, in our political world. Since then. Right now, since then. Jesus. The next episode we have up, Guillermo Willie Diaz <laughs> with Charlie, the spirit God who follows you around. Damn it. <laughs> Is called Defiance. Yeah. Do you remember what the hell happened in that one? I do not. Wow. Not a you clue. and I have not a no. Clue. I think it's a flashback, though. Is it? I think it's a flashback. Oh, I don't know. Fits. We'll find out. This is what we could tell you. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be awesome. We're going to give you behind the scenes scoop. We may have a guest. We may not have a guest. Gladiators, we hope you had as good of a time as we did. You guys, please keep coming back and listening to Unpacking the Toolbox because there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, we got we a lot more tools to bring out. Yeah. I, I'm shocked at myself that I haven't said that yet. Um, we have, we're in the middle of season two and there's such great shit coming up and we love you. We love you and yours. We love you all you gladiators have a wonderful week and weekend. Peace out. Peace. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. Hold up. 
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.